Welcome to the Free Your Energy Podcast. I am your host, Sylvester McNutt III. As we go through life, change is inevitable. Relationships change. Ideals change. Perspectives, thoughts, habits, behaviors Emotions change. And with these changes, they show us who we are. They show us who we are not. They show us who we are releasing, what version of us we're releasing as well as what version of us we're allowing to be born. What comes up for a lot of us when we feel that we are stepping into our quote-unquote next level or a higher level, we often feel imposter syndrome. We may feel inadequate, not smart enough, not good enough, not fast enough, not pretty enough, not tall enough. We feel like we maybe don't have the degrees or the experience or the the knowledge. And so that imposter syndrome will creep in. And it amplifies emotions like anxiety and fear. If you're currently in a situation where you feel yourself going to the next level, a different level, a better level, a higher vibrational level, And your imposter syndrome comes and says, you're not good enough. You can't do this. You're not smart enough. You're not worthy of this. I want you to consider giving that imposter syndrome a seat at the table. You know what, motherfucker? I want you to come sit down and come talk to me. You're, tell, you're telling me I'm not good enough. You're telling me I'm not, I'm not capable. I'm not ready. C- come sit at my table and tell me to my face. Don't hide in the corners. Don't show up when I'm scared. Come on and sit here when I'm confident. When I'm happy, when I'm grounded, when I'm centered, when I'm focused, come sit here and tell me to my face. See, because imposter syndrome, you only exist when I'm scared. You exist in my weakest emotions. So are you real? Do you even matter? Do I have to acknowledge you? Yeah, I do. So you know what? A lot of therapists will say things like name it to claim it. 
So imposter syndrome, I'm going to give you a name. This is your invitation to name your imposter syndrome. In my personal life, this is not something that I deal with. I don't have imposter syndrome. But if I did, I would name him Ricky. <laughs> I don't know why, <laughs> but I would name him Ricky. Ricky sounds like an imposter syndrome for a guy. And I would tell Ricky if I was dealing with imposter syndrome and recognize that he only showed up when I was feeling weak, when I was feeling scared. If he he only showed up in my darkness, I would say, I want you to come to the table tomorrow. When my direct deposit goes through and I'm laughing, I want you to come to the table tomorrow when I'm in yoga and I'm breathing and I'm centered and I'm feeling good about myself. I want you to come to the table tomorrow when I go on my morning walk with God, with the universe, with the cosmos, with the spirits and the sun is just beaming down on me and I have nothing but good energy and good thoughts coming through. I want you to come visit me then, Ricky, because once I choose to integrate you, you don't have that power anymore. So instead of running from you, not naming you, hiding you, being scared of you, and even listening to you, no, sir, it's time for you to listen to me. See, you have to listen to me now. So if your imposter syndrome is ruminating through your thoughts and through your psyche, step one, name it to claim it. Give them a name. Make, make them more personable. Step two, invite them into your wholeness. Invite them into your life. Own it. Invite him in. And obviously, if him doesn't feel great for you, call it a they, call it a she, call it whatever works for you. I would like to call him a him. I would like to invite him in. Come on and sit at this table, buddy. What do you have to say? And then he'll say whatever he has to say. <laughs> and then you're going to realize that whatever he has to say doesn't matter. <laughs> like, buddy, whatever you have to say actually doesn't matter. So if you are in this transition and you need some words spoken into you, go ahead and take a big exhale. Take a big inhale to breathe in new life. And simply repeat after me. I am enough. I am enough. I am enough. Now, use a little energy now. I am enough. I am enough. 
I am enough. I am enough. And now through the simple exercise of grounding yourself, reconnecting with your breath, using an affirmation to affirm the lived reality that you want to experience, the one of enoughness, you are equipped and armored and shielded and strengthened and empowered to sit with Ricky and to recognize that he no longer has space in your psyche or in your heart. This exercise can be used every day. I am enough. If you struggle from perfectionism, if you struggle from an addiction to performance where you believe that the better you perform, the more you perform, that that will bring you more love, more acceptance, more recognition, more acknowledgement, and more validation, then you can simply add one other word to your affirmation of I am enough, and you can simply remind yourself that I am doing enough. I am doing enough. Yeah, but I want to audition for this role because I'm an actor and I see myself on this TV show and I want to get this TV show and I've been on 50 auditions and I was on this show for six, seven, eight years and I, I, I'm just visualizing myself in my next role and stop it. You're doing enough. You are already in alignment with the live reality that you want. You're doing enough. That's for one of my coaching clients. I have another coaching client who wants to launch a business. She's overthinking. She's not that confident because she hasn't done it. I looked at everything that she's created. I've been in my business for 10 years. I've been an entrepreneur for 10 years. I've been a creative entrepreneur for 10 years. I know what it takes to succeed. I know what it takes to move people, to help people, to teach people, to lead people, to make them laugh, to make them cry, to transform someone's life. I know what it takes. I'm 10 years in. I'm working with her. I look at her. I looked at look at the baby that she's created. She's going to be a multimillionaire. She's going to change lives. Her business is going to heal people and give them extra years on their life. She doesn't see that yet. Nor does she need to know that. But she's in direct vibration with the lived reality that she wants. 
I am enough. I am enough. I am enough. I am enough. I am doing enough. I am doing enough. I am doing enough. I am doing enough. I have another coaching client. Who is a therapist. A great therapist. Passionate. Smart. Relatable. Funny as hell. A lot of therapists are overworked and burnt out. They work hard. They carve out deep emotional space for people. Their business model, some of them, some of their business model sets them up for failure, though. Because you're only making money when you're present. Which is what's called active income. And there's other ways to make money and there's nothing wrong with that. I'm not, you know me, I'm not here to shame or put that down. I'm only here to share what I recognize, share what I learn, to give invitations to deeper expansion. There's another way you can make money as well called passive income. Passive income doesn't necessarily require you to be there. You just need something like uh, maybe a membership site, maybe a subscription service. Maybe a course, a product, a book. Maybe she hires 10 other therapists and she finds the people that those therapists will work with. So there's a lot of ways to go about it. So half of her wants to create this business to expand because she wants to help. She wants to serve. But then there's another part of her where she wants to break up with her money story, the money story that many people have. Shame. Not enough. Well, my parents. Well, in my culture. I remind her like I remind you. You are already in vibrational alignment. With the lived reality that you desire. You already have the vision. You are already taking the steps. Therefore, you are already enough for it. You are already doing enough for it. You are already enough. Someone may be saying, well, Sylvester, that doesn't make sense. If I'm already in vibrational alignment, why don't I have it? Let me tell you a story. I'm 36 years old. My birthday is coming up. I'll be 37. I go see a sports massage therapist once a week. Now, if you know about my story, you know that I'm a former athlete, played football, ran track. Walked onto a Division I football team, played professional arena football for a few years, started lifting weights when I was 14, been lifting ever since. I love running, love hiking, love yoga, love being active. As a consequence of my active lifestyle, I love 
sports massage therapy because I feel like it gives me a good balance. It gives me a good uh, healing practice to help me stay active. I leave uh, my session this week. And of course, you know, you have to pay to sign. And so my massage therapist, who I've developed a pretty good relationship with, she notices my signature. She says, did you practice your signature? And I say, yes, I did. When I was 16 years old, which is 20 years ago, I started practicing my signature, my author signature, 16. I had no books written at 16. I had no contract. I had no social media following. I had never spoken anywhere. Nobody even knew that I wanted to be an author. I knew it, though. I knew it that I was obsessed with books, obsessed with writing, obsessed with words, obsessed with typography, obsessed with how words can flow over pictures, everything. I knew that I was obsessed with lyrics, with what characters would say in movies. I have always been a lover of words, always. And when I was in high school, I knew exactly what I wanted to do. I wanted to be a writer and a motivational speaker. In what capacity? I didn't necessarily know. Um, of course, when I was younger, I definitely thought I was going to be a sports journalist, specifically covering the NFL because I played football. And I'm to this day, I'm still passionate about football. I love football. Maybe I will coach one day. Maybe I will be a sports a sports journalist. Maybe I'll start a podcast this season and cover the NFL. Who knows? But when I was 16, I knew what I was going to do. I was, I was going to be an author. So when I was 16, because I had that thought, I, at that moment, became in alignment vibrationally with the live reality that I wanted. Now, the problem that so many of us have is that we expect things to be instant. Yeah, I want to be an author. Okay, I get a book deal tomorrow. Well, it doesn't work that way, Susie. <laughs> it doesn't work that way, especially when other people have to make decisions as well. Other people have to make decisions that, that put you in that position. But you have to make decisions to put yourself in that position first. And that's all you're responsible for. That's all you're responsible for. Within the next two to six months, I'm going to sign a book deal. It'll be a six-figure or seven-figure book deal. The only reason that that's going to happen is because of the vibrational thoughts that I had when I was 16, when I said, I want this. Because that created a chain of events that caused me to, and I'm just going to fast forward, go to college, study communications, date a girl who believed in my writing, 
and encouraged me to write poetry and songs and stories. Who then I had a friend who believed in my writing and he said, you need to share your writings with the world. And then, although I personally do not like social media because I'm a private person, when social media came out, I saw that as a beautiful opportunity to share my art with people. So I got out of my own fears. I got out of my own personality and said, wow, this is a beautiful tool. Because of this, this tool, I can, my words could connect with someone in Japan or someone in California, someone in New Jersey, someone in Florida. Someone in Dallas, Texas, or hear what I have to say or read my poetry and it may help them. It may inspire them. Someone in Detroit, Michigan might hear my thoughts and they may be moved by it. That motivated me. That motivated me to get out of my box, to get out of my imposter syndrome. So I get on social media, I share, create an email list. And I obsessed about it. Because I wanted it. I was in vibrational alignment with it. I never cared if it was perfect. I never cared if I was validated, if people loved me. I only cared that I had the opportunity to share something that was so close to my heart. First book comes out, The Accelerated. Success is a choice. Book I wrote to myself telling me that your success, Sylvester, is a choice. Choose it. Choose it, Sylvester. Your success is a choice. Choose it. I put the book out. Doesn't matter how many sales it got. It mattered that I did what I said I was going to do. Then social media was like, Sylvester. We need more. I said, I got you. I was at a point in my life when I wanted to heal from relationship, try to understand what type of woman I needed in my life. I wrote the Dear Queen Journey. First night, released a book. Boom, bye, boom, bye, boom, bye, boom, bye, boom, bye. People kept buying the book. I sat in my 700 square foot apartment and started crying. First happy tears I felt in a long time. I felt like I made it. I felt like the dream was reached. I said, wow, this is an amazing feeling. It gave me motivation. I write the Dear Soul book. I write the Dear Love Life book, which is personally the book that I like the least of my books. But at the time, it felt necessary. So I'm grateful for it. And I have no problem being honest with you about that. Because that is the nature of creation. That is the nature of a being, a being. You may not, every season may not be a good season. Every game may not be a good game. Every book you may not love years later. But those down seasons, those down moments, when you had those injuries, when you had those setbacks, when you had those moments where you were running in the rain by yourself, where you were crying in your car by yourself, those moments matter too. We invite those moments to the table as well. Ricky, you're welcome here. Come to the table, buddy. Come to the table. All of me deserves to be at the table. 
Ricky, you're welcome. I can look at a book and say, you know, I don't really love it. This version of me does not love it. But this version of me is grateful because without that, this version wouldn't be here. And then it clicked. It clicked for me after that. Lust for Life book, boom, bestseller. Social media platform explodes. People are like, whoa, we need more. Feed me. Cool. I got you. Care package. Bestseller. Most popular book that I've written to this day. Most impactful book that I've written to this day. Most reviews. Thousands of messages of impacting people, changing people, encouraging people, healing people. Because I was in vibrational alignment with it when I was 16, this is what I'm telling you. Then what happens? Boom, free your energy. What did the free your energy book do for me? It actually allowed me to free my energy and to create this podcast, the free your energy podcast, my eighth book. It was me saying to myself, free yourself, my brother. You are more than just a writer. You are an amazing speaker. Your gift is words, and you can use that in whatever medium you want, speaking or written. You're great at both. You're elite at both. You've been dedicated to this for over 20 years that people need a podcast. So create the Free Energy Podcast. I said, okay. This is from the vibrational alignment of who I was when I was 16. Your story is the same. Then what happens? Loving Yourself Properly. One of my favorite books. Probably my favorite book to write because I feel like that's the only book that I wrote where I feel like I was quote unquote completely healed. Of course, I feel like healing is a commitment and a journey and I feel like it's never over. But I feel like I was completely healed at least from my uh, older stories and childhood wounds. I felt like my most complete self writing that book. So that book, that's why I wrote just about love, the love that's within. Self-love, taking good care of yourself, putting yourself in a good environment, monitoring your habits and being kind when you recognize like, hey, this habit is not giving me the lived outcome I need. Let me be nice to myself about it, but let's correct it. Now working on my 10th book, my 10th book proposal, and I'll tell you about it now. The 10th book is going to be called. I had to pause for dramatic purposes, of course, as a Virgo. You know that. <laughs> the 10th book is going to be called No More Hiding, book 10. Currently working on the proposal assigned to an agent last December. Steve and Jan, I appreciate them. They've given me more support in six months than I had my entire writing career. I never had a personal editor to reach out to. Um, people to help me craft the book and from from the genesis. So this for me, from a career standpoint, is huge. Something I haven't spoke on at all in the last six months because, uh, you know, been working on the baby. But it's getting to a point now where the the vision and the and the purpose and the clarity of it is becoming so clear to everybody involved. So, of course, I want to share that with you because I'm excited, I'm happy, I'm motivated, I'm glad that I am aligned. And so the purpose of me telling you that story is that when my massage therapist asked me, 
have you practiced your signature? Yes. It started over 20 years ago. And I never put an expectation on myself that, hey, I need to have this in two years. I need to have this in three years. For some people, that is their journey. They can get it in three years. They can get it in four years. They can get it in 12 years. But for me, the thing that I wanted to be in vibrational alignment with, I wanted it for a lifetime. And I've been forever grateful for the different iterations of it. The ups and the downs, the failures and the success. So I wanted to open up and be vulnerable and be honest and share pieces of my journey from a storytelling perspective to help you maybe illuminate pieces of your own journey to recognize that whatever timetable you've put on yourself Maybe question, is it necessary? That might free your energy a little bit. But then also to reaffirm that you are enough. I hope that helps you free your energy. And to also affirm that you are doing enough. I hope that helps you free your energy. My closing remarks are this. Be kind to yourself. Be patient. Be diligent. Be obsessed. Be curious and have fun. The journey should be fun. I love writing. I love hearing how a book that I wrote helps someone, a post that I wrote, help someone, save someone, inspire someone. I love when people are like, hey, I needed this. I love it. I love that feedback. Oh, and there's hate too. I mean, I don't talk about it. At least not uh, not yet. Maybe I will one day. But there's hate. Oh, there's hate. <laughs> but that's what we do to haters, baby. We just laugh at them. <laughs> we laugh at him and we put him at the table with Ricky. Yeah, you go ahead and sit next to Ricky. <laughs> sit your ass over there next to Ricky. <laughs> Let me order my food and be quiet while I order my food. <laughs> it's great to be with you today to share this time with you. It's great that you are subscribed to the Free Your Energy podcast if this is your first time listening. Uh, thank you so much for joining. There's over 100 episodes you can go back and listen to. We've been recording since uh, 2019. And it's an honor to share this space with you. If you'd like to hire me as your mindset coach, I'm available for that. It's a very, very easy process. Shoot me a direct message on Instagram. Tell me you listen to this podcast and just say, hey, I'd like to hire you. It's that simple. As far as the details of it, we'll figure it out. I typically like to initiate people with my program that is called The Intensive. And my client came up with that name. Cheers to her. 
typically we'll do 12 sessions. You pay for the 12 sessions. We get on the calendar and book it out. It could be once a week, once every other week, once a month. We'll figure it out based on your schedule. Don't worry about that right now. And your heart, if you would like to hire me, you can. Obviously, I have a limited capacity because I have to respect the different hats that I wear of being a father, an author, uh, the different businesses that I partake in, and just my energetic boundary. I, I, I don't take on a whole lot of people. Just a few. But if you're the right person for that, you already know. Reach out. Book me. Let's roll. Let's take you to your next level. For everyone else, I hope you continue to free your energy.